was, he stood in a shadowed corner, arguing fiercely with another mech known as Mursti. The latter wore boots and spurs, but had opted not to wear a hat. Who did they think they were fooling? Cowboys, please. They spoke in their native tongue, a halting, guttural rhetoric of clipped syllables and high-pitched timbres. Languages were one of my specialties, and I'd mastered this one years ago. As I listened, I managed to pick up words like bodies, profit, and underground. Technically, my assignment is to eliminate Ian Lee. However, I'm going to do mystery for free. A bonus, if you will. At the thought, my lips curled into a half-smile. The two men had been working together for over a year. No telling how many males and females they'd raped. No telling how many people they'd enslaved. I drew in a measured breath, then slowly and calmly released every molecule of air. Sharp, spiky splinters from the old wooden rafters dug past my shirt and into my belly, but that wasn't the worst of my discomfort. The air was stifling and hot, and it didn't help that I wore military fatigues and a face mask. The heat wave blasting through New Dallas had yet to dissipate, probably because of the max. Sweat pooled between my shoulder blades and ran down my back. I yearned to spirit walk just then, to force my consciousness out of my body so I could leave my body behind and walk unnoticed, invisible below. Like a ghost, a phantom. I had killed many of my targets like that, but I only did so when my body was totally and completely protected. Otherwise, I was left physically vulnerable because I couldn't do my job and guard my body at the same time. Just then, Ian Lee's cell unit erupted in a series of beeps, and he barked and irritated, What? into the receiver. I couldn't hear the voice on the other end, but whatever was said caused the otherworlder's spine to stiffen and his fingers to clench into fess. One heartbeat of time passed. Two. As he continued to listen, he removed his hat and swirled the gray felt between his fingers. Give the man a pony and ask him to shout, yee-haw. That's all the scene lacked. By the time he returned his hat to his shiny, bald head, his skin pulsed so brightly red, I wanted to shade my eyes. Finally, he replaced the unit in his back pocket. Then, growling low in his throat, he shoved mystery, propelling the hatless Mac backward. The latter man's long, dark hair, obviously a wig, danced around his shoulders. Tell me you moved the tainted cattle from the pit, Ian Lee shouted. Tell me you've not screwed this up yet again. The pit, the pit. I rolled the phrase through my mind. An image quickly clicked into place, and I frowned. The pit was a local bar known for its criminal patrons, druggies, and whores who bought their way into oblivion. Could that be the place under discussion? Well, I... they have been moved, the other man offered, writing himself. I'm not so stupid that I would leave the sick in cells with the healthy. Cells? I'd followed Ian Lee inside the bar just two days ago, but he had never left the main area had never even gone to the bathroom. I hadn't noticed any doorways leading to other rooms. The cells could be hidden or underground. Very, very interesting. Do you want to know who just called me mystery? Pablo. He found two of our cattle dead in their cells. 
They'd obviously been sick, and you left them there. I, I... Mercedes' opalescent skin began to pulse with blue. Even without the distinctive shading, the alien would have reeked of fear. How many died in the move? Ian Lee demanded. Three, came the shaky reply. This enraged Ian Lee further. His scowl turned black. We were to deliver twelve, not seven. You idiot! Uh, I'm sorry. Your sorry doesn't bring my cattle back to life. If one more is lost, just one more, I will sell your worthless hide to make up the difference. Mercy shook off the threat with a nervous laugh. We will not lose anymore. This I swear. I gave the sick to Rose. She will care for them until they are well. I knew Rose, Sahara Rose, human. Twenty-six years old.